Good morning. Peace be with you. I want to welcome uh, Nick Bao Palacio with us this morning. Thank you, Nick. Thank you and welcome. If you would take out your inserts here, yeah, would you appreciate that and take a look at the things that are happening? We have uh, our workday canceled next Saturday. We have a memorial service, a celebration of life for Bill Kendig. And so uh, that starts at 10 a.m. with a brunch. The service will be at 11. And we would uh, like for you to lift up uh, Rosie and uh, Bobby and Billy in prayer just for peace and comfort. Uh, as they mourn the loss of their father and of their and of Rosie's beloved husband, so uh, the rest of it I'm going to let you look through unless there's anything else that I need to highlight on there. On the um, sermon of the day, I was alerted that it is actually page two thirty. So after excuse me, the sermon of the day, the hymn of the day is uh, on page 230, which is the uh, Lord keep us steadfast in your word. So thank you, Gary, for that. And so why don't we stand and sing as unto the Lord, our opening hymn is God who stretched the spangled heavens. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. 
Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open and all desires are known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is Let us confess our sins to God, our Father, most merciful God. We confess that we are by nature sinful and unbelieving. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We thy particular pleasure and eternal punishment for the sake of Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his son to die for you, and for his sake, he forgives you all of your sins. And as your called and ordained servant of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above, and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house and for all who here offer their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God,
Lord be with you. Let us pray. O oh Lord, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that following our Savior we may walk through the wilderness of this world toward the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. The first reading this morning is from Deuteronomy chapter 26, verses 1 through 11, and this can be found in your Pew Bible on page 311. Deuteronomy 26, 1 through 11. When you have entered the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name and say to the priest in office at the time, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands and set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, my father was a wandering Armenian and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation powerful and numerous, but the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to harsh labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household. Now we will read Psalm 91 verses 1 through 13 responsively, which is printed in your bulletin. Psalm 91, 
Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the Most High your dwelling. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. The epistle is from Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 13. And this can be found in your pew Bible on page 1760. Romans 10, 8 through 13. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Here ends the reading. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Especially on Wednesday night, uh, Ash Wednesday, the scripture in the sermon was that in the explanation that this is a penitent period of time, we're not supposed to say, well, it's not like there's a law against it, but hallelujah and so forth. Now, Jesus did Lent for us. He lenteth for us. So where are you getting at, Pastor Ken? Well, usually we sing as we come up here, hallelujah, Lord, to whom shall we go? Can we do that a cappella right now? On a one, on a two, on a three. 
Our gospel reading this morning is from St. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 13, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1595. Glory. Luke 4, verse 1 through 13. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And at the end of them, he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered, It is written, that man shall not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to the high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone that I want. And if you worship me, It will all be yours. And Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And the devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In Jesus' name, Nothing good can come from any other place than from Jesus. And that is a theme not only in this sermon, but hopefully in every sermon that you hear. Nothing good can come from any other source than Jesus. Fully man, fully God. Temptation. The temptation of Jesus. I'm going to start it with... uh, A question out here, has anyone here, is anyone a fisher person? (laughs) 
fisherman or a fisherwoman. Anyone fish before? All right, right? Yeah. And um, therefore, you know what uh, a fishing lure is, right? Right? It's a lure. It lures the fish, right? Now, we use some bait, you know, in some places you show up with a coffee can and some dirt and some worms in it, and you zing it out there with a, a maybe a bamboo pole and a string. I mean, that's one way to fish. You can catch all kinds of fish that way, crappie and, and uh, maybe some little bass, perch, off the pier, you can catch those kind of things. And there are other fish that are a little more sophisticated. And um, I had a little boy ask me once, Daddy, why do you have so many lures in your tackle box? And I had explained to him that, well, not every fish is attracted to the same bait or the same lure. For example, in my experience in fishing, um, when I was at Chico State, I would go up into the creeks there, and there were a lot of little trout, and they were really easily spooked. So you actually had to sneak up on them. You had to move quietly. You had to not make your shadow go across this little creek. And what I would use for bait there was, uh, I called them stoneflies, but there was a certain time when this they would hatch, and you grab that stonefly, and you put it on there, and I would float it down to where there was a hole or where I would figure that the trout were looking up this way for food to come to them, going, ah, that's how I did it. It was a lot of fun. It wasn't easy, but when I presented it just right, I tempted them just right, that meal they thought they were getting ended up being my meal, right? I moved down to um, Fresno area, and I used to fish in and around the Kings Canyon, and I got into fly fishing, and that's a lot of fun, too. And I used to tie flies with my friends, and the best fly that I had was called an elk hair caddis. It's made out of elk hair, and you have to do some snipping and so forth, and it's real bushy. And, and you, you zing it out there, and um, I have to say that never once did my fishing look like what you see a river runs through it, <laughs> like this. I do that every once in a while, I was like, and then you got to tie the leader again, and it's a knot that is really hard to tie. It's a nail knot and all these kind of things, and granny knots don't work. I know I tried. But the point is, you switch it up. And those trout are pretty wily, too. They won't take everything. And some days, they wouldn't take the elk hair caddis, come down here and fish out in the ocean for sharks. Sharks eat meat. They'll eat anything. You know, that ain't a real science there. We catch...
emboldened by God's promise. Let us approach the Lord with the petitions of our hearts and our prayers for every manner and condition of man. Pray with me. Blessed Lord, you have established your church, endowed your church with your saving word, and granted to your people the washing of new birth and the blessed food of Christ's body and blood. Bless all pastors and servants of the church in their ministry to us, and bless us that we may receive these means of grace for our benefit now and for our eternal salvation. Lord, in your mercy, almighty God, you have given us the gift of land and allowed us to use to our benefit the fruits of the earth and bestowed upon us the privilege of labor and rest. Grant your blessings to our nation, to those who govern us in your name, and to those who defend us against our enemies. Guide us to be a people of peace, to have respect for life from its natural beginning to its natural end, and to be generous with all of your gifts. Lord, in your mercy, Gracious God, your mercies are new every morning, and yet we continue to covet what is not ours and to delight more in things than in you, the giver. Guard us from the love of things and guide us to love you with all our being that we may apply our hearts wisely to the time you have given for the love of neighbor and for the glory of your holy name. Lord, in your mercy. Holy Lord, by your blessing and baptism, you have a holy vocation as your people. Keep us in the midst of temptation that we may not forget who we are as your own children called by name, and guard us in the day of trouble, lest we abandon your mercy for the illusion of self-control and self-sufficiency. Lord, in your mercy, merciful Father, you have established the home that it may be a place of blessing and love, Guide all husbands to love and serve their wives, and all wives to love and serve their husbands, and both to love and serve their children. Keep us from being put to shame by our thoughts, our words, and our deeds, and guide us to the manifest in daily life the grace that has saved us. Lord, in your mercy. Lord of life, you will not abandon us in our time of need. Grant to those afflicted in body or mind, the grieving and the dying, the fullness of your gracious presence and grace to sustain them in faith 
and hope until you deliver them into your nearer presence. We pray for those who are on our hearts, either silently or out loud. We name them before you in our hearts. We pray also on behalf of those whose names are unknown to us, but whose needs you know well. Lord, in your mercy, O Lord of love, you have set your table in our midst. You feed us upon the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Grant that we may recognize his sacrificial offering now, present as our blessed food, eating and drinking in repentance and faith. Equip us this feast of love to love you above all and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Lord, in your mercy. Holy Lord, all things are yours. And yet, you freely give to our use all the resources of this earth. With our thanks, we recall those who are unemployed and underemployed, that they may find honorable work that befits your gifts and their skills so that they may praise you with the labors of their hands as now we offer you the tithes and offerings of thankful people. Lord, in your mercy, remembering the faithful who now rest from their labors and giving thanks for their witness and service, we pray that we may be kept holy and blameless until the day of Christ's coming. Bring to completion all things, O Lord, especially that good work begun in us in our baptism that nothing may prevent us from being reunited with those who have gone before. Lord, in your mercy, with angels who do your bidding and sing your praise, we offer you the prayers of your people with our faith that you will grant us all that is needful through the mercies and merits of Christ our Savior. Amen.
Will you please stand? Pray with me. Blessed are you, O Lord our God. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places offer thanks and praise to you, O Lord, Holy Father, through Christ our Lord. You bid our people cleanse their hearts and prepare with joy the paschal feast. Renew our zeal and faith and life that bring us to the fullness of grace that belongs to the children of God. And so, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. In the night in which our Lord Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he gave thanks and then he broke it, giving it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again, after supper, Jesus took the cup and he gave thanks and then he gave it to his disciples saying, take and drink. This is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in remembrance of me. For we know that as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup that we proclaim Christ's death, his resurrection, and his glorious coming again. Let us now pray together the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from
table prepared, so are you. You may be seated and the ushers will bring you forward. Will you please stand? There's always hope 
truth in life in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. And no other way, no other way, no other place found. And the truth is in his word. You should do well to abide by that. I want to thank you, Nick. Beautiful. Thank you very much for being with us. What a blessing. And now the benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you his perfect peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And our closing hymn is Lift Every Voice and Sing.